Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go on places that make me feel good and things that Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. When we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. y'all I am here and I am finally in my wonderful studio that was built for me by my family um and it is tell the truth Tuesday May 13 2020 thank you so much you guys that are out there listening to me on iTunes inboxing me emailing me like yo your shit is blanking out in the middle and I'm like I know I know but I had a whole studio built so that we didn't have that problem so today's show is Tell the Truth Tuesday it's called Cake Um, and for those of you that are new listening to this because I know a lot of you aren't going to go back over the 330 episodes that I've had since 2000 technically 14 but um, iTunes only put up from 2015 beyond I still have um, the original uh, podcast from 2014, which are on com slash stay in your lane. Um, so basically cake, you know, so we could be talking about birthday cake. It was my niece's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, my little baby girl, Marie. She's the littlest niece. She's the one that I tell you guys all the time. Looks just like my mother. Um, and so cake also means money. Cake also means that ass. So there are five planets currently in retrograde, and they signify death, truth, transformation, war, and love. Once these planets go direct, we are dealing with a full moon and a new moon in Gemini. Gemini gives zero fucks about anything, literally. Gemini is the most party, not give a fuck sign of the entire zodiac. So now is not the time ladies and gentlemen, to be telling tall tales, to be lying about shit or playing games because you will be found out. So all these types, because remember, all retrograde is is just a test to see if you're the same dumb bitch or dumb motherfucker that you were before these planets hit. So when people be like, oh, you know, I don't know what's going on. I must be losing weight and my calf muscles are getting big. You know, that's why these motherfuckers hit me up. No, bitch, it's the fucking planets. And you are very silly to think that you are just this entity existing out in the world and nothing else exists but you. So all the loves of your life will resurface. Um, I think it's until June 25th, which is actually the day after my birthday. So, and I should know because access denied. So the character that I write about in my book, Stay in, Your, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle, has been since 2013. Um, if you look, I'm the one that's showing the titties. There's a couple of Stay in Your Lane books. I think one of them is a author that's actually, like, in the cloth, like, in the priesthood. She's a black woman with short hair. That's not me, because I don't want y'all to think I'm the same middle-aged black woman, because it's not me. I'm the one that has the crown on. And um, I should know, because... 
one of the exes came back, the one that actually tatted my name on his chest and I covered it with like baby Jesus. But I was wrong because I shouldn't have been messing with him, you know, in my early 20s, whatever, whatever. But he loved me. I love him. He was, you know, one of my six fiancés. And um, another one came back. So if you read the book, Daniel in the Diary of a Hot Mess, on Amazon and Kindle, the one character, AP, that I talk about, I believe he friend requested me from prison. And I was like, you know, this face looks familiar. It looks very, and then I looked and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, sir, like, we made amends. Like, I came home to New York about 10 years ago. I saw him briefly. I talk about it in the book because the book came out three years later. And it just was not a pleasant time. And we just don't have shit to talk about. So I'm just confused as to why, you know, a lot of us, and I'm going to say some shit I shouldn't say. I'm going to say a lot of shit I shouldn't say on these shows. So if it's your first time listening, I cuss a lot. Um, I'm on my spiritual path, spiritual journey. I do a, I do a lot of shadow work. Um, I deal a lot with people that don't know the difference between a demonic presence and, and a shadow and people that lie to themselves about shit because that's the shit that hurts us, right? So I deal with all my fuck shit. And I deal with all my fuck shit so that can't nobody come and tell me about my fuck shit. You're not going to come tell me about what hurts me, what has hurt me. Um, you're not going to outdo me at being me. I could fuck up myself my own. You know, I, I don't need any help. But if you would like to help me, not going to aid and abed me and doing no fuck shit to myself. And so all a retrograde is is a manifestation of an opportunity to look at the same stupid motherfucker you were before this this retrograde. And so the reason this show is so important to me is that we literally die every day from life. So imagine being, you know, one of my greatest moments was when I had a um, – a caller on the show. He wasn't just a caller. He was an actual, not friend, but an acquaintance of mine that actually tested HIV positive. He's actually a gay man living in, if I'm not mistaken, he's in the South. He's in Alabama. I'm like, I can't recall his name right now, and I don't want to put him on blast right now because I know he's in treatment for HIV. But I remember having a conversation with him, and I asked him, I said, well, do you know how you contracted it? Because there's this, this misnomer that these people are out here contracting AIDS because you know, they were promiscuous, whatever. No, he was in a full-blown relationship with a man that he thought was gay, who turned out to be bisexual, who not only gave him the HIV, the house in Virginia, we call it, but he also gave the woman that he was seeing AIDS, you know. Um, and y'all know there's a difference between being HIV positive and having AIDS. AIDS is was pretty much a death sentence up until about five years ago when they started doing the different clinicals and trial treatments. So lies are literally killing us. Like, you know, when we sit there and we say, oh, you know, my uncle, this particular person is not a pedophile, you're killing the community because you know goddamn well you wouldn't leave your own child there. Leave your firstborn with your uncle that you know touches kids. You're not going to do that. Um, things that also kill us are not letting women know, like, hey, you know, you ain't the bee's knees no more, and I'm going to go fucking bury my face in the ass of other women. You know, I'm going to go comment on uh, other women's, social media. Hey, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. You know, and I had, I, you know, it's so funny because we silently and loudly laugh at a lot of you older fuck niggas. We do. Mm-hmm. We laugh at cougars too. Cause I'd be deemed a cougar. I'm an older broad, but, um, I have standards. I have morals. And, um, I would assume that the men that I deal with have that too. And, you know, I just, I, I, I just, I hurt my own feelings <laughs> every time because something is always brought to my attention as a joke or as a laughing matter or as a matter of fact. And the world is small, you know, and I warn, you know, I, I can't, I just, I'm done talking with people. And, you know, this may necessarily not have anything to do with my situation, but I'm just going to put this out there for the older men named Walter, you know, and Robert. You know, when you go under women's pictures or pages, whether they're younger or not, you look creepy as fuck with your whole, like, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, 
down, you know, shit like that. You look fucking crazy, and it's fucking embarrassing. And that's why I don't claim you hoes. None of you. I ain't claimed a hoe since 2000 and motherfucking 17, and that's a fucking fact. And if I did claim a hoe, it was a hoe. And I was like, yeah, I'd be fucking with this hoe, but I know this motherfucker belongs to the street. Um, it's so embarrassing because as a woman, I don't do that to men. And you know what? I have to honestly say it has nothing to do with me. I truly appreciate every single one of my male followers for being discreet. Or if you want to eat my ass, you go in my DM and you say some shit like that. Or you pitch your case like, yo, you know, I'm on the West Coast. I'm in the military. If you're ever in Southern California, like the song says, you know, I will gladly eat your ass like a souffle. I really appreciate the fact that you do not, as a youngster, embarrass the fuck out of yourself and put that shit on my page where I may be fucking with somebody that may not appreciate it. Now, one thing about me is that I understand that um, social media is social, right? So sometimes my page are private, pages are private, sometimes they're not. Facebook is still private. Anything that you see on my Facebook um, is what I wanted you to see. Okay, I made it public for a reason. There's a lot of content on there, a lot of shit. And I find that a lot of women, even younger women, celebrities and shit like that, they get embarrassed by you motherfuckers because you are out here on the internet trolling like you're single. A lot of you lay up in the bed with the same bitch that you've been every night. And the bitches that you're laying up with don't look like the bitches that you posting. Hey, beautiful. Hey, you know, call me or, you know what I'm saying? Like you look gorgeous today. Like you look like you need a juice box. You look like you need a Gatorade because you're thirsty as fuck. And a lot of times it's you older motherfuckers. Like, have you no fucking shame? As my nieces would say, they like, you know, Aunt Denise's motherfucker right here don't got no shame. You know, and it's embarrassing as fuck. That's why I literally do not claim y'all because I don't want to be having a conversation about old dick and balls and low hanging balls. And y'all motherfuckers are low hanging fruit too easy to get. I don't want to fucking be having a conversation about some random shit with a girl that's in Charlotte or a girl that's in Oklahoma and then come to find out that the motherfucker that's commenting all up underneath her pictures is the same nigga that I be fucking with, you know, trying to raw dog and shit. I, I really don't want to have that fucking conversation because now I have to act like I don't fucking know you and everything she's telling me is a fucking surprise. I really, I really hate that. That shit pisses me off and it makes me sick because no man is ever going to come to a dude that I fuck with hard, even slight, even slight hard, and say, like, yo, she be sending me pictures. Or she be, no, the fuck I don't. I can with great certainty tell you that if you got a picture of me with some shit on, you're the only motherfucker with that picture. Therefore, if that picture is leaked because I'm a little bit important, I may not be important to you, but I'm important to other people. If that picture ever leaked, I know exactly who fucking leaked it. And I don't send news. I don't really send news, and if I do send a news, you, you, you're pretty special to me, right? So if you send me a new back, I need to be confident in knowing that you didn't send that picture to somebody else, and me and this broad ain't sitting here exchanging fucking notes. Fucking clown-ass motherfuckers, like, seriously. Hmm. Y'all hear that? That is Deleon Tequila. Mm-hmm. And a pink solo cup. With a little bit of lime juice I practice supreme alcoholism On my shows I want you to know that I will likely sleep in the studio This evening So You know I have an issue where I was Posting today and I try to Stay out of my feelings because There's no money there And it's Tell the Truth Tuesday And I always Like to give my you know, I don't even, I, we're not going to even call him out significant. The nigga that I fuck with. I always like to give the nigga that I fuck with um, an opportunity to tell me some shit before the streets tell me or to tell me some shit. Because I, I don't deal with no ugly motherfuckers. I don't deal with motherfuckers that don't have no, no cake. That, you know, I don't, I don't deal with rejects, basically. So I know that if I want you or if I like you, perhaps other women may want you or like you. Now, are they going to be as patient? As me and Stormy Webster, Travis Scott, and Kylie Jenner's daughter, patience, patience. Are they going to be that patient with you? Probably not. 
Um, and the reason that I get so attached to a man if I'm dealing with him is because 100% of the time, that's the only person in my Rolodex that I just commented last week. I was like, damn, my phone dried in a motherfucker. Like, I could leave my phone on the table right now and tell my dude he could pick it up if he wanted to because I'm really not a clown. You know, a clown entertains. I'm not entertaining anybody right now. And it's not because the person that I'm with is so fucking great. It's just not in my nature to entertain other motherfuckers because I really don't want to have this conversation with you. Now, when I find out that you being a clown ass nigga and you doing shit that you ain't got no business doing and you ain't offered me no type of offering to my altar, right? You're a fucking clown. And, and, and now, you know, I, we don't need to have a conversation because I already asked you what you thought was appropriate or I already asked you, you know, what you consider cheating or, you know, this, this, and this. And I was watching an interview on Eight at the Table. That's another uh, page I should be following on Instagram. It's uh, at eight, the number eight at the table. And there's a girl, I think her name is Holiday, beautiful, beautiful young girl. And she was talking about how um, she caught her dude doing some inappropriate shit. And this is crazy because it was like spirit was like warning me. And she caught her dude that she fuck with, you know, little, you know, they, they in the beginning stages, but like, Obviously, he came to her and told her what he expect from her, his expectations. So she was living up to her end of the bargain. And um, cute little thick girl. And she found out that he's a fucking clown and he's online and he's commenting on the broad pictures. And she asked him because, you know, she was like, maybe I had him fucked up. Maybe I misunderstood. And she's like, is it okay? Like, do you think flirtation or flirting with somebody that you used to fuck with or wanted to fuck with, or if you even had this person's phone number, do you think that that is appropriate? And he was like, hell no, nah, I don't want you, you know, commenting all over dude shit because that's embarrassing. It looks like you fuck with him and this, this, and this. And yo, smart girl, you would have thought she was from my cult. You would have thought she was from my tribe. And she was like, okay, now, man, let me just hip you deep or something. If a woman is asking you a question such as that, she done caught you doing some shit. She did. And um, she's giving you the opportunity to clean it up or to allow her to have the same discretion, indiscretion, so that this way y'all even and nobody gets their feelings hurt. Um, But my black man, my Latino man, my black man, my Latino man, y'all ain't going. Y'all like, no, I just want to comment under random bitches, pages that hold oh, it's not a threat because she don't live here or it's, it's not a first of all no bitch looks at another bitch on the internet and was like this is a threat please come take this motherfucker you want him come take him because i guarantee you i've been far more patient than job with this motherfucker please come take him and so i believe her name is holiday she said something very profound and she was like you know i just let a nigga cheat in peace she said because when it's my turn he gonna need all the percocets Right. You know, because she's young, you know, he's an older cat and she was like, and it was just more or less embarrassing. And it, it, it didn't break her heart. I could tell something was broken in her. It didn't break her heart. It didn't end her. But at the same time, you know, now we have to look at you in a different light. Like, motherfucker, you told me this was not acceptable and here you are doing it. And so you want your cake and you want to eat it, too. But I like macaroons or I like pie. So now everybody finna get their fucking feelings hurt. So she was talking about how she said, okay. You know, she went to him and she asked him, and his dumb ass didn't even know that that was the question of death. Hmm. Do you think it's appropriate for a man to be all up on the chick's pictures and making comments, creepy comments too, because we laugh at y'all. We really do. Like, we really be like, you see this old motherfucker right here? And even if we may have been attracted to you or whatever, whatever, we like, this motherfucker is really voicing his opinion on my page when if I really fucked with him, he could just text me that. You're a fucking clown with no makeup, all of you. You're fucking ridiculous. So we laughing at you. So she was talking about how, you know, like nine, not 90%, but a large percentage of their relationship went down the tubes when she saw and found out that mutual people that she knew, this motherfucker's commenting on there. And you know what's crazy? It's always broad that admire you. It's always bros that could have been your kids, <laughs> your daughters. You know, it's always bros that like, these are little girls that look up to me and older women that listen to my show or, 
you know, aspire to do certain things. And even if they're not, you're still fucking embarrassing because I don't do that to you. And she was just like, you know, at that point, the relationship was dead and she was just biding her time, you know, because he didn't, he was so arrogant. She was saying he was so arrogant that he didn't even get that she was putting him deep to the fact like, motherfucker, I see you like every day commenting on broads fucking pictures. And the funny thing is, is she don't follow him on social media and he don't follow her. And I tell men all the time, like, just like y'all be lightweight stalkers, you think, let, you know, let me just put some out here. Because, you know, I'm drinking a little bit. I'm going to tell the truth. It's Tuesday. Let's tell the truth. Mm. You would be very silly to think that I have over 13,000 posts on my Instagram. And I don't know that I'm being watched 24 hours a day, seven days a week by somebody. An ex, a current, a bitch that don't like me, a bitch that want to fuck you, you know, I'm always constantly, and it's not that I'm important, it's just that, you know, misery loves company, you know, and um, so I don't, I'm I'm not inappropriate, like I said, thank you so much to the men that love me genuinely, the five percenters, the Muslims, the grown ass black and Latino men, even a couple white sprinkles in there that have never in the history of niggerdom came on my page and disrespected me by reducing me to you're pretty or gorgeous or beautiful or whatever. I get paragraphs in my DMs talking about how posts affected them or they were able to communicate better with their mother or whatever. You know, that means more to me than you trying to, you know, chalk me up just to my looks. Like, that's all I am to you. Like, that's that's what you, I'm, I'm just... I'm I'm gorgeous. That's what the fuck you think. Like it's it's there's some depth here. Stick your foot in the pool if you can. Most of you can't. So I I really appreciate the fact that nobody comes on my page and disrespects me like that. And then I have enough respect for the pseudo relationship. And I say pseudo because the shit is fake relationship that I have. That I try to let it be known that even though he's not in the picture, like you don't see a picture of him, there is somebody in the picture and I'm not really just because maybe he chooses to do what he does. That's going to get him fucked up in the end. Um, I don't choose to do that because I want a clean slate. When I walk the fuck away, don't grab my arm. Don't ask me shit. Don't try to like say like it wasn't like that because the last relationship I was in, The nigga didn't even go all the way to the left. To this day, I know when his doorbell ring in the state of Texas, he'd be concerned. Okay? Um, I watched him, and I talked about this on on a show probably like 2018. It was in like September, October 2018. And I talked about the fact that I just sat there and I watched him. And this man told me he wasn't on social media. He was like, I got off because he had some other addiction issues that he needed to deal with. So uh, social media is not like it is for you and I, like where we could get on here, we can make some money, we can talk our shit, whatever. Like he, it was a detriment to him. And so I always tell people the trick was, I asked him like, oh, babe, doesn't it feel good to be on social media? You're not dealing with the everyday struggle of, you know, um, the visuals and the audio. And he was like, yeah, babe, I feel so much better not being on the Internet and shit like that. And at that point, you're dealing with a world-class motherfucking liar. I can't do that. I would rather, and I know he's listening because he listens to every show. I know he does. Um, He's sick. Um, I would rather you just said, you know what, babe, I, I haven't been able to kick the social media thing and, you know, I, I need your help. Or, you know, I love you. Because I know he did. I know he did. Um, I would never say that any man that said he loved me didn't love me, except one. Because he stopped saying it, so I stopped saying it. So um, I would rather you just came to me and just been like, this is the part of my addiction I'm not able to get over. Or, you know, I need this, um, well, I don't even know what you would call it, adoration online that's not real. Um, in order for me to function in day-to-day life and what you're giving me isn't enough. You know, people like that fake love. They like that fake shit. They like that, you know, the, the fantasy is always better than the reality. 
And unfortunately, I'm a real bitch. I do real shit, so I'm never going to sugarcoat no shit for no dude I fuck with. If you ask me, did I fuck somebody? I'm going to tell you I fucked them, and I fucked the shit out of them. Okay? Because I'd rather take the assault that's going to come with that than to deal with the fact that I lied to you for X amount of time and had you thinking it was something that it wasn't. But the difference between me and a lot of bras is I don't cheat. I just leave. And I don't need to explain to you what happened. And motherfucker, you know what happened. So I think that, you know, with this retrograde going on, I think a lot of people are going to be confused. I think that I just, I need y'all to tell the truth. Because I'm telling you right now, Saturn and Pluto and fucking Venus is in retrograde. Yo, y'all finna get dragged any secretive love shit, down low sexual shit that you was fucking doing, it's coming out. And unless you handle that shit before June 25th, like, yo, let me put my ducks in order. I know I was fucking around before, but let me let me stop. You know, you men are so easy. You're so easy, you know, and I was watching um, The Handmaid's Tale. Excellent. Excellent series written by Margaret Atwood, an 80-year-old fucking Canadian writer. Blessed be. Um, what did she say? Blessed be the fruit. And um, I'm so taken aback by Commander Warren and Alfred's character because the next guy she got, but I think his name was Commander Lawrence, and he read Alfred for filth. Like, he was like, first of all, basically, he was like, bitch, this shit worked on Fred, which is Commander uh Warren, he was like, first of all, you're an adulteress. He's like, you have moral stains. He was like, you know, um, you're a mom. You damn near could have had them hung and this, this, and this. He's like, you're like a child. You don't use discretion in the way that you speak and the way that you move. He was like, and you live your life with no consequences. And that's a lot of our black men, right? You think that you are so above the law and witchcraft doesn't exist. And if a bitch was psychic, what am I thinking right now? You know that psychic ability has nothing to do with like, what are you thinking? That's really more of an empath thing. Psychic ability has to do with, I'm being shown your character right now and I really don't like it. And I'm giving you the opportunity to say that this is a flaw of yours. I'm giving you the opportunity to say, you know what? I'm not saying, you know, yeah, I am saying I'm going to fucking stop lying. It's tell the truth Tuesday. I'm telling you to tell the fucking truth. If you tell me, like, yo, you know, I'll be under broads' pictures, whatever, whatever. You know, it might have been a broad I used to fuck, whatever. Because I think a lot of times we let our men get away with murder. And I wouldn't be allowed to get away with a small stabbing. So they can get away with murder, but I can't even stab you, and it's, 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 a, it's an issue, you know. Um, I posted somewhere where I said, you know, men can sleep with 100 women and that hurts the woman that they love, you know, the woman that loves them. Whereas, you know, I said, I could go call one motherfucker on a rotary phone and shut down your whole respiratory system. Motherfucker be in the hospital. You men cannot take the same type of pain that you inflict on women because you're careless and you're thirsty and you're sad. And I'm so embarrassed by anybody that thought for even a moment that they could (laughs) just pull one over on me. Like, why would you do that? Like, and I warn you, and I, and you know, man, you know, you got to be careful when your women are asking specific questions. Like, is it okay if I make a left on Bryan Street and then make a right on Watertown Road? And you'll be like, yeah, that's totally fine, not realizing that she just gave you the address to the bitch that you fuck with house. Because y'all don't pay attention, you're arrogant. A lot of y'all arrogance is going to get you fucked up during these retrogrades. You know, I teach my son, and he's 16, that if you want to date more than one woman, it's okay. Just say, like, you know... I like you. I like you a lot, but I also like Abigail or Shaniqua or whatever, and that's what we're going to do because 100% of the time, guess what they're going to do? They're going to compete for my son's love, and who the fuck is my son? 
<laughs> but that's just the nature of women, right? So that's why I say 90% of the time, if you were truthful with your woman, she wouldn't give a fuck what you was doing as long as you was dropping that cake, dropping dick off when you were supposed to. You know, a lot of you men, ooh, child, the ghetto, you don't have enough dick to drop off to be treating women the way that you do. I'm going to repeat that. You don't drop off enough dick to treat women the way that you do. Now, I will say this publicly since it's Tell the Truth Tuesday and I'm feeling quite flighty. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason that I stayed so long in the situation that I was in before was because the sex was top-notch, honey. It was not ghetto. It was top not, I definitely think it would go down in the handbook as some of the best sex I had of all fucking time. And that's why he had an extended stay pass. Like, that's why that motherfucker stayed a little bit longer than he should have in my mind, in my body, and in my soul. Now, the sex that I am having currently is also phenomenal. There is passion, there is connection. But The difference is there's also love on my part, and I shouldn't. I'm not supposed to, right? But being a seductress, I look at what a man needs. Sometimes a man doesn't need love. He needs the physical or he needs the verbal, and in this particular situation, he needed love. So I gave it freely. And remember that quote I tell y'all before, Anything that is given from me freely will be returned to me, even if it's not from you. And I think a hard thing for a man to do is look at a woman and say, it's not going to be returned from me. And I have to let you go because not going to be the man or the truthful person honoring the commitment that I made to you six months ago. You know, I was on a, a path where we talked about the fact that marriage renewal should be renewed every, I think it was three years, where people would have the opportunity to say if they still wanted to be in that relationship because it was working or it was not working. And if both parties were not in agreement, then pretty much a pseudo-divorce would be granted and they would be allowed to do what they wanted to do. Um, I know a lot of people that are in a situation right now where if not for finances, they would have left. Or if not for finances, that's the reason that they stay. Money is never the reason that I fuck with somebody. So let's get to that part of the cake. Common misconceptions. Let me show a gold digger. You only fuck with motherfuckers that got money. No, motherfuckers with money only fuck with me. I'm discreet. I have no interest in the flash. Not anymore. I think for my birthday, I'm going to ask for a watch. Because... I haven't had a men's watch in a long time. I haven't had a men's watch in a long time. I enjoy a bigger face watch on my teeny tiny wrist. And I think it's a great gift. I think I haven't had a piece of jewelry from a man in a while, aside from a ring. And um, I think that's what I want. I like artwork, but I want to watch because I want a man to tell me, I'm giving you this watch that you know exactly what the fuck time it is when you fuck with me because y'all know that I love to give a man a watch for any holiday. I spoil my men. My men don't, they don't need for nothing. They don't want for nothing. Any little thing that I can think of that I can do that's going to make them happy, make them smile, I do it. It don't cost me that much. But what is going to cost you, man, is the drama that you attempt to bring to my life by embarrassing me, you know. And so I think what I should do in a situation. You know, today was a weird day for me because I found out some shit I really, I didn't want to see, but I saw it anyway. You know, I, I, it's like I warned you motherfuckers last time. I'm like, yo, the internet is a powerful tool. And anybody can get anything. And listen, I don't talk about my beloveds. I don't say their names out loud. I don't say like, oh, this is the person you know, that I fuck with. It's just so crazy because the universe always a lot for me to have things just fall in my lap. Like, you love this motherfucker? Really? You sure? Because seems like he's interested in this one and that one and that one and that one and the third. Not speaking of my current condition, but I could be. And um, I think that as women, 
if I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale correctly. The reason that I think I have such a disdain for Alfred is because as a woman, the power does not lie between her legs. Although pussy has caused many a war, and I'm not talking about like in the streets, I'm talking about like in Egypt. I'm talking about like in Europe, um, Mesopotamia. Um, I think Alfred could have been a little bit more discreet to get what she wanted. And in the end, I think that women that blow up on men, like um, Old Girl said on Eight at the Table, in the beginning, you have alerted this motherfucker that you saw one of his transgressions. We don't want to do that. I want you to keep doing what you're doing. But when I do it, I want you to understand. You know, and it's, it's, it's not a retaliation. You know, I talk a lot about retaliation, and I think retaliation for me comes naturally. I travel a lot. Out of respect. For my situation, I don't I don't shit where I eat. I don't do dirt. Motherfucker ain't gonna have nothing to say about me within the Western New York tri-state area. Not Pennsylvania, not New York, New Jersey, Delaware, none of that. Um, I don't think I'm afforded the same luxury sometimes, and I think that's sad because that's selfish. <laughs> Motherfuckers are so selfish, you know, and. Fuck it. Let's tell the truth Tuesday. You know, a lot of you, a lot of shit, thinking that your significant other or the woman that you love so much would never do you like that. When in fact, she has done you like that, right in the midst of when you were doing what you do. But you were so caught up and worried about what other bitches were doing that you didn't see what your own bitch was doing, your main bitch, the one that's supposed to love you for life. Right? And although I'm not the type to narc on other women, because, bitch, I understand. I know, you know, why you did what you did or you ran away from home or you you, you did what you did. I protect women like that. Um, I'm in constant conflict because I see the man and I see what he needs and where he's dying and where he's not getting what he deserves or getting what he needs. But I also see where you would not want a motherfucker to touch you. Because he's embarrassed the fuck out of you before I get it, you know. I would never want to switch places with a woman like that. So, you know, a lot of you women need to be careful when you're manifesting other people's men or other people's husbands that you understand that there's a karmic debt that has to be paid, right? I'm I'm all for paying a karmic debt. I got plenty of money, plenty of time. And, and, and plenty of um, resources to pay back a debt that I owe karmically if it's something that I wanted. Because if I touch it, it's mine. If I love it, it's mine. But um, I think that a lot of you women are selling yourself short. I think that we are in a constant state of danger because if we did to men what they did to us, they'd kill us. Right? They would kill us dead in the motherfucking street. It wouldn't even be a conversation. So the show is about cake. And it's about wanting to have your cake, eating it too. It's about money, you know. Silence costs money. So you have to know that when I ask for a watch, I'm not going to ask for, like, you know, something that he can just go buy in the mall. I'm going to ask him to pick me what he thinks I should have. You know, my birthday is coming up next month. Um, Subsequently, I'm pretty sure I got a trip planned somewhere. I think my niece is going to try to fly me out to L.A. Shout out to my niece, Brittany, and her company, Boyant Journey. I should be getting my N99 Bedazzled Sequin Mask. That was 165 at Um, And she's out there in West Hollywood in the Hollywood Hills living her best life as a nurse. Um, she was retired by her significant other because she was working with patients that had COVID-19, and he was like, I'd rather just pay for you to stay home and not have to worry about it. And that you know, that's music to my ears. This is how I raise you girls. This is what I want for you girls. I want you to be in loving relationships where somebody loves you enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take you off the market. I'm going to take you off the pole. I'm going to take you out of your situation. I'm going to take you off your job that could possibly infect you and kill you. That's love. Love is action. Love is not emotions. And I've told you before, love is also a choice. And so if I'm thinking about... um 
you know, my own situation, because I can divulge a little bit about my situation, is that the heart that you see on my desk, if you guys are following me, at miss.d, so it's M-I-S-S dot D dot Scott, M-I-S-S dot D dot Scott. Those of you that are new and listening to me on iTunes, thank you so much. I cuss a lot, I know, but I I speak the real shit. I know that you're going to always have to listen to me with headphones on, but I'm thankful. But um, if I were to speak on my situation now, the heart that's on my desk I have made in January. Um, I remember I told you we call him your uncle, you know, because I'm auntie, so he's your uncle. So Unc had that um, made for me. I had it made in red brick, and it's a piece by Soto. And I said to him, I said, on the days and the nights that I feel lonely or I feel like you don't love me or you don't care about me, I'm going to hold this piece or I'm going to look at it. So originally it was in my African-American slash Caucasian home on the island. And um, I took it from there and I brought it here because I thought that it would make me happy to look at it and know that somebody cared about me enough to just say, here, here's the cash, go get it, go get what you want. But now I realize that that love has expired at this time. And so I'm going to need either some more attention, some more time, some more love, or I'm going to need to watch because <laughs> at least I need things. You know, my, my love language is items. I don't know what the fuck language that is, but it's items. And money is a love language. And so if my love language is to make sure that I don't give pussy away and put the pussy on ice and I don't talk to motherfuckers online, which, you know, we might have to change that rule. You know, I don't know. Because um, I, I don't know what's appropriate right now. I don't know. This is my first summer in a pseudo relationship, so I wouldn't know what was appropriate. Mm-hmm. See how that works? I mean, I know you said you didn't want me to fuck other people, but I don't know. Is talking okay? Is texting okay? Is DMing okay? Is commenting under thirst trap pictures with gray sweatpants okay? I don't know. You know, as a man, you're going to have to explain these things to me because if you don't explain these things to me, then, you know, I don't know. Well, you should know better. You old as fuck. I, I really don't know. I know just as much as the young bitches that you fuck with. Because, you know, y'all pardon them all the time. And them be the bitches between the ages of this and this to give your ass gonorrhea. So go home with that. But when we talk about cake, I definitely want to talk about the fact that my ass is getting fucking huge. And I fucking gained like six pounds. And I'm sitting here, and I was like, fuck, I can't eat meat anymore. I have to stop eating meat because I think it's just not settling well with me. And when we talk about cake, let's talk about the fact that, like, if it doesn't make you money, make you happy, or make you orgasm, fuck it. Like I said, a lot of you play, you know, you criticize positions that you couldn't play. I don't criticize none of you bros. I don't criticize none of you dudes for what you do. Just be safe and be happy. But just know that right now with the five retrogrades coming, a lot of karmic debt is coming. Motherfuckers be like, oh, well, this person should repent and pay. Nah, 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 nah. Karmic debt could be from fucking 1998. You did some fuck shit to a bitch and stole her Volkswagen Beetle or some dumb shit. But, guys, I'm going to leave you with a song that signifies how I feel right now. And, you know, I'm not I'm not tripping, you know. Um, I just feel like I wish that everybody told the truth because I do. Like, I tell the truth even when I know I might get me fucking beat up because um, who's going to hit me? Who's going to check me, boo? But I tell the truth because I'd rather hurt you for five minutes than to maim you for five years. You know, if I'm not fucking feeling you, like, it's just it's something on me. It's in my spirit that was like, tell this motherfucker, like, we don't fuck with him like that or we don't love him or we don't like him or we don't want to be with him. And so I'm not in love, but I definitely, you know, I love somebody. It's not even like, you know how motherfuckers like tell you like, oh, I have love. Don't accept like I have love for you. I have love means like you're my homeboy. Like we share champion sweatshirts and shit. Fuck you. If a motherfucker can't be wild, crazy, passionately in love with you and come to you and tell you what it is. Now, if a motherfucker is giving you everything that you want and he he act up sometimes, like, I don't know, you either going to eat that or you're not. Me, I understand that the men that I deal with, you know, they care about money. So when y'all say, like, why is it always like you can be bought? I can't be bought, but he can. He can understand that if he has to come out of pocket 
three, five, seven grand for something that I asked for in order to keep me happy. So I go sit my motherfucking ass down somewhere, contract or not, and and he's going to do it because you know why? That's what's important to him. That cake is not important to him. The other cake, my ass is important to him. Okay. It's not that I think, you know, that, that, you know, people can be bought or sold. That's not what it is. What I think is that, and it's not even like people be like, oh, you got to know your word, bitch. If I had to fucking talk about my, fuck it, let's talk about net worth. Motherfucker, I just got my fucking trademark. I'm good. Like, I'm straight. But the motherfucking question is the person that maybe, maybe not finance that. Is he the person that pushed me to trademark? No. And I'm forever thankful for the person that did push me to trademark, did push me to put my YouTube shit out there because I don't talk about the intellectual shit with the motherfucker that I lay down with. Unfortunately, because he's just, he's not, (laughs) I don't know, like he's not available. He doesn't talk to me. We don't talk about shit like that. You know, so everything comes with a price. So you guys, I don't want you ladies to ever look at my life and think that like, you know, everything is great all the time. It can always be better. You know, I don't want you to ever think that everything I do is for money because if it was about money, I have my own, I'm good. And I'm not like some bum broke ass bitch just saying that I'm saying like I'm super fucking good. But I believe that when people make mistakes, they have to pay. And if sorry is free, I don't want anything that's free because niggas don't respect what's free. If a bitch is giving away free pussy, they're going to take it, but they don't respect it. You're going to have to respect me just like I respect myself, just like I respect my body. I don't do that for you. I do that for me because I'm not that type of bitch. I could be fucking 50 years old in a fucking red wheelchair with a motherfucking motor on that bitch. And I'm still not going to be no dirty-ass, dingy, pussy-ass bitch. Mm. Some of you bitches need to take a goddamn bath with a cap of bleach or vinegar in it. Snap your pussy back. Let it rest like we do steaks when we take them out off the fucking grill. But I'm going to leave you with a fucking song that I love. I wanted to play it on Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day was actually really hard for me um, this year. It wasn't my mother's birthday. It wasn't her death anniversary it was fucking Mother's Day that fucked me up this year. And um, that morning at 5.30 a.m., I do want to acknowledge that my partner, my beloved, sends me a text message, and he's like, good morning. Um, I just want to acknowledge, like, everything that you do for your son and this, this, and this. And I know he's going to grow up great because we're going to, you know, he's, he's going to be fine. And he's like, enjoy your day, sweetheart. And that meant, like, a lot to me. Like, a lot, a lot. So it's like relationships are always, like, a constant struggle. So you have the sweet and you have the sour, you know. You have men that don't want to tell the truth because they think that you're fragile like a flower when, in actuality, I'm not fragile like a flower. I'm fragile like a bomb. And I want you guys to remember that as you listen to this Raheem Devon song. And I love the song. It's called Woman. Guys, tune in. I was trying to YouTube this shit, but I was like, my lipstick is so infrared right now. I hope you guys like the show. I hope that the sound quality was much better for you guys. Thank you guys for writing this shit out for me. And here's Raheem Devon. Oh my God, it's actually not going, so that's not. Oh, it's official that. right now. In four minutes or less, you. We gonna crown all of them right now. Dedicate my mama, your mama, you, and you. Your baby's mama's mama's mama. Dedicate you, wife, you. If you're near a woman right now, wherever you at, turn to him, say, Dedicate you. You are appreciated. Dedicate you. I appreciate your smile. Thank you. And the number to take. Carrying birth, a child. Thank you. And the way you play dumb, even when we're living real fast. And even as a single parent mama, you still hold it down somehow. Thank you, mama. Make them ends meet somehow. Thank you, mama. I appreciate your strength. Thank you. Never bite your lip. 